Hello everybody and welcome back to Guys on Gaffer. It is Monday night and game week 3 has finished. It's been a very interesting game week. Um, and we are here for another episode, a short episode as we've got a very quick turnaround. David and Abhishek are here as normal. How are you both doing? Doing alright in terms of fantasy wise but not happy with the football. Uh, let's not talk about it. It will make my mood much worse. So yeah, doing all right in terms of fantasy wins. Let's go with that. Okay. <laughs> Poor United fans. The rest of us yeah. love it though. Yeah. That's what makes it much worse. Yeah. Must be yeah, shame to be like everyone's nothing stock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing fine. I'm. Um, it's very like game independent if my fantasy feeling is good but like I, I don't I like forget about family status so it's okay. <laughs> so I'm doing very poorly in Gaffer and very good in everything else. So Fair. it's nice to have a Gaffer pod talking about the bad scores <laughs> and not talk about all the other scores that have actually didn't done well. It's the right way around, so, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. everything else going well. It's more fun to talk about bad scores than just shit scores in this. That's true. Yeah. yeah, so the plan for today is just to do a quick Q&A and answer a few questions. I think we've got about six questions. And just, uh, yeah, to give us a little bit of content to kind of address some of the burning questions and uncertainties around the coming game weeks um, as we have game week four um, right around the corner tomorrow night. So let's look at our scores from game week three, first of all. Um, this week, mine is up first. Um, and as you can see, I, I said on the last part, I think I was about 50-50 on away days. I ended up playing away days. Um, and it's been a very weird week because um, I feel like I've been, very, I've been unlucky in some respects, but also extremely lucky in other, other respects. So, like, unlucky in the sense that, for example, Brownhill got booked in, like, the 87th minute or something and went from a full bonus six-pointer down to a one-pointer, which normally I wouldn't massively care about, but because I'm on away days stung quite a bit and it, it sounded like I didn't manage to see the game it sounded like he came pretty close to um, getting a return or two as well so that was a shame and then and um, Aaron Ramsey missed a sitter from an Aaron's assist for example as well but I got incredibly lucky because I had Chair who got his you know amazing free kick goal which is which is really really nice and then obviously the assist for the for Seni Dieng's 90 second minute equalizer which is just brilliant I absolutely loved that that was huge <laughs> and then I also got a very cheeky penalty save it might be my first gaffer penalty save ever potentially from Fisher and a clean sheet so that's a huge swing considering obviously not only did he save the penalty but he also kept the clean sheet intact so it, it could have it's not a brilliant score but it could have been a whole lot worse particularly considering you know it's been a game week where a, a lot of people that there are people out there who've done done quite badly like it's, there's been huge variation in scores from the really quite bad scores to the kind of normal and good scores so yeah it's okay but Vyman though Vyman <laughs> that that uh. is, when it's like 20 <laughs> points it's okay but considering like away days is factored into it there's, tw there's 27 points difference i calculated it. it's 27 points difference but when there's away days and vice captaincies and captaincies playing into it it's quite hard to swallow that decision to go with Perot instead i did think about getting him in but i didn't really want i thought i'd be in, end up taking like a minus eight involving selling pookie and stuff and, or, or i'd end up selling pookie so i was like i'm not i can't do that so yeah 
that's me. Uh, but I did get, I did sell Rashika, which is good for for Wallace. I, I'm pleased with that transfer. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, right. Next up, we've got David. Yeah. So uh, I got like three times the. Uh, you, you got the three times more points than me, Joe, basically, because I got thirty-seven minus four. So uh, not good at all. Uh, the only good thing was uh, Gordon. Gooden. I don't know what say. Gordon. Yeah. Name. Gordon. Uh, who got the thirteen pointer? So that was nice. Um, but uh, yeah, Captain Wallace four points was. <laughs> better than Pookie at least, so I guess, yeah. guess that's the thing, but um, yeah, 5.6k uh, gaming rank down to uh, 2.1k from uh, 876, so yeah, not good. Early days, it's early days. I think I've got yeah. to say what my rank is, 293rd. It's, yeah, it's, I'm happy enough with that at this stage with one boost played. Um, yeah. Abhishek. Yeah, so that pretty much standard midweek for me. I think I took a hit, and because I had uh, the whole midfield of my squad was not playing or injured, so I had to change. So I think uh, I brought in Odauda, Swift, and Pritchard, and I think what uh, Odauda was nice. He provided me nice return. Yeah. The only disappointment was Swift because he was my captain and he only delivered one point, so that kind of stings. Uh, apart from that, normal from defense. Uh, Brady got thirteen pointers, so that's nice. My Preston double up again, doing wonders for me because uh, Woodman gave me five points, Brady gave me thirteen points, so again eighteen points from the both of them, so which is nice interesting to get six points from Sorinola because I did not expect uh, Swansea to keep a clean sheet uh, glad they did so yeah apart from that I kind we kind of have to think about doing something to our Norwich players because they are not doing well at all and so yeah the Norwich duo of Aarons and Pookie gave me four points Piro is oh I can't wait to get him out. At least your own Weiman. Yeah, I can't. Weiman, so basically what, my left hand side uh, of the <laughs> screen, you can see all my point scorers in the left hand side and the rest of them are nominal points. Yeah. So yeah, 65 minus 4, 61, gave me a red arrow of 20 places. Oh. Uh, nothing <laughs> so yeah i think due to the average score being high and not popular own players not scoring well i think i'm actually surprised that's a red arrow play. to be honest looking yeah. at 61 net i'm surprised that's yeah. a red arrow <laughs> i think um, last week i got what 63 points and received a gray arrow so 61 points i was expecting a red arrow no way I am getting a it's green, just, it's just green the, arrow. It's just because of so many... There's, there are teams that have done so badly <laughs> this week. Yeah. Like, like David's. Yeah. And a couple of other yeah. stuff that come to mind from the community. Just make, like some quite template teams have, have done quite badly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like in the minority now, I'm, I'm doing so badly compared to you guys. So like, and, and, and I'm seeing like in uh, the Gaffer chat, like Andy Martin getting uh, like top 
is it like top That's, 20 now? Like, it's he's crazy like top to 10. see how. He's like, has he even played this game before? No, it's quite depressing, <laughs> isn't it? It's like, he, he has played two boosts, David, so I, I'm sure I. <laughs> yeah, I've played one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know what you yeah. mean, though. It's like, yeah, what's in here? What's into Gaffer? Just get yourself into the top 10. Yeah. So it's. Uh, more so, it's the. Uh, I think he played Park the Boost on Game Week 2, I guess. Last game week. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, so, and he got the goal from Giants. Time on assist. So, yeah, <laughs> it's it's like those moves uh, has made the difference, but it's early days as far too. Said. Yeah. Don't be yeah. discouraged, David. Forty-three <laughs> game weeks to go. Yeah. Forty-three game weeks. Who knows? Hey. I'm just I'm just living like um, Captain Hulk. If I it's right, David. You've got a good place to rant and and, let, and vent out your frustrations on this pod. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. So um, sixty-one points. I finished in the end. I think uh, I am overall one seventy-eighth. That Solid. sixty-one point gave me a game we rank of one point three k. That tells you that this week hasn't been that much good yeah. for template players. I think. Who has out of the box players who uh, nobody owns? I think those guys have really scored this. I think the likes of Gordon Sims, Dieng. I think hardly I've seen Dieng owners. He, but a yeah, goal. He's barely owned. He's barely owned. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah. All right. Let's move on to actually before we move on to our questions, quick mention for our pod team. I can't remember exactly what score we got. I think it was like twenty-four or twenty-eight points or something. It was in the twenties. It was a disaster yeah. for our pod team. Um, and as such, we have handed the Gaffer community team their first point of the season. So EFL Fancy guys got a solid score. I think they got sixty-nine points, and then then we got in the twenties, and then the community team got like thirty-five or something like that. So um, we don't have a screenshot of it or anything, but the current standings are. Um, da, 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 da. We are on four points. EFL Fantasy are on seven points. The Gaffer community are on one point. So we need to bounce back, but we've got two free transfers going into game week four. So hopefully you can see what we can do. Um, the other thing to mention, most of you will know this already, but those of you who don't, Coventry versus Wigan um, has been called off. The pitch issues um, still, still, still a big problem at the moment. Um, it sounds like a really annoying situation to be honest for for all involved. And Coventry was supposed to have a new pitch laid over the summer, and, and that didn't happen. And the pitch is still wrecked from the Commonwealth Games. So, um, yeah, another postponement. Um, and yeah, let's do it. Right. Let's get... Yeah, I think uh, more postponements will become for Coventry because it's not easy to relay the whole new pitch. Don't know what will happen. It's better that the EFL schedule all those away games early and play those away games quickly than sort out your pitch during the World Cup and play the home games. It's going to be massive, those home games. If you have back-to-back six, seven home games, whoosh. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't... I don't know if that it'll be quite like that, but we'll. It's double game weeks, isn't it? So we'll see. We used to double game weeks in the last couple of seasons. Yeah, still like the not new so Rod- early. Rod- <laughs> they like the new Rotherham. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Only only that Rotherham actually good this year somehow. But, uh, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into these questions then. So David, fire yeah. away. Yes, our first question. 
comes from Vermanatan underscore 600k on Discord. Uh, and he says, keep Victor, question mark, or and long-term goalkeeper option. So there's like two questions in one basically. Well, I think Victor's quite an easy one. I mean, if, if Victor didn't have the postponement, I would say keep probably, but it's got to be a sell, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I'm like on the fence because I have gotten and I'm like, I just bought him. <laughs> Should I just sell him again? It feels wrong. <laughs> but if he's like getting postponements every other week, like, I can't keep him. <laughs> Yeah, Godden's potentially a different because of his price point, I guess, because it's harder to move. Like the options to move off aren't as good. But then there's like the Sunderland guys are doing really well, but they've got Sheffield United this week, which, which yeah. is difficult. It gives me a, it gives me like an excuse to start uh, the field, the goat every week. <laughs> you shouldn't so... be starting field <laughs> ever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He'll get a goal again. So I don't, yeah. I don't get the hit. I, I really don't get the hit. I mean, if Willock scores those goals, what's the guy going to do <laughs> if he gets the assist points? I mean, I really don't get the... I, I, I get... I don't think there is any hype anymore, to be honest. <laughs> don't think there is any hype. I, I mean, for one day, I, I do get it that, yeah, it's going to be a ridiculous assist, but come on, it's not going to boil down for whole seven days. I, I still can get Oh, moving on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's the next part of his question? Long-term goalkeeper uh, options. Yes. Cool. Long-term goalkeeper. I think what uh, Burnley goalkeeper Murik uh, Dieng uh, can be an option. Woodman can be an option. Uh, and if you have to spend six, if you are willing to spend six million or 6.5 million then there are loads i think what biakowski of millwall fodderingham of sheffield sheffield united bigger pardon actually uh, what surprises well, me is that bachman is top four points that's interesting yeah, yeah. 23.6 and we like slammed uh, watford for their awful fixture start and he's the top scoring yeah. he must have had quite a few saves i would have thought because he's because yeah. of those tough fixtures I'm guessing. I, did Watford keep three clean sheets during there? Or did they concede in one? Uh, or oh, they concede against Blackburn last night? Second check. They beat Burnley 1 0, they beat Borough. Is it They have. Um, yeah, they have uh, kept, uh, two clean sheets and one all against West Brom. So the, the two clean sheets were against Sheffield United and Burnley, so that's pretty good, actually. Mm. Mm. So he could be a long-term role for sure, I think. Thing is, yeah. six million. I still think six million is a lot to spend. If you want, really want to set and forget, I, I, I can understand it, but I think. Yeah, that's the question though. Long term. Yeah, but even even no even going for a cheap keeper, you're not going to look to swap them around much. I mean, if you okay, if your preference is cheaper, what who would you go for as well? I guess it's worth asking. No one. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe the Wigan keeper, Amos. I mean, they've looked, they've looked fair. Yeah, they've looked okay. They're, they're getting half. They've what? They've drawn one all with Wigan. They take kept the clean sheet against Preston, who admittedly have been the best. 
but they they drawn one all with Bristol City. So you know they've got half clean sheet in every game. That's ticking along at, at least four points. You know, and he could maybe he could be an option. How about Ingram? I think Hull has been. Yeah. Yeah, they have been keeping. I'm surprised to see Hull this good. <laughs> I'm really surprised. Mm. So, yeah, I think uh, if you're looking for a set and forget and cheaper, I think I think Woodman uh, can be an option, but he has got a price rise of point one. And then John Ruddy, like Birmingham, have owned, as much as we bashed them yeah. in pre-season, they, have, they yeah. conceded one against Cardiff, that's half clean sheet. Uh, they drew with Luton game week one, and then I can't remember what happened in game week. They beat Huddersfield, they beat Huddersfield. They, they've had at least a half clean sheet in every game as well. So, again, mm-hmm. taking over, you just need a half clean sheet. You know, a team that's relatively solid and gets half clean sheets to be to be happy. So I think that's a few yeah. options. Yeah. Cool. I think that's uh, answering the question uh, nicely. Should we move on? Mm-hmm. We can uh, have another question from uh, Discord from Hansi uh, Champman Tips. I don't know what's sure. the, the last one. Champman Tips Shared. Okay. Yeah, and he asked, or she uh, asks, uh, what's the best players to target on your wildcard? Tricky question. Mm. We're seeing a lot of, uh, lot of talk on wildcard at the moment, so that's mm. probably why the question is coming up. I mean, there's the fi- obviously the Burnley fixtures become quite good now. The Watford fixtures become quite good now, and the Sheffield United fixtures do too. So that's three and Middlesbrough. So like, there's like four big teams who have had a fairly tricky start, and then have a good run of fixtures. So you could look at you could look to get ahead on some of those teams like your Sanderberger and, and Jais. Um like, you know, if you don't have Matson already or, you know, get someone like Matson, Brownhill. Um who else? The Sheffield United defender could be good. Watford is they're still a bit unpredictable at the moment. But I mean if you're on wildcard you could chuck Ishmael Asar in. Because if he leaves, you, you can go down to anyone from him. I'd only recommend Ishmael Asar if you're on wild, on on overhaul. I wouldn't recommend him otherwise. I'd say. Um, I think I saw the the bid. They hadn't bid for him. Uh, who mm-hmm. was it? Leeds. They hadn't put in a bid. Yeah. So, if uh, I haven't seen talk with any other clubs than Leeds, so mm-hmm. he uh, wouldn't know that Dennis has gone. Uh, so, if I were what's first manager, I didn't wouldn't want to sell him, but. If they are not even getting bids, that's like a good bet on wildcard, I think, or mm. overhaul. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. mean, those are the sorts of teams I prioritize. Anything else, Abhishek, would you say as well? Uh, the only thing uh, made in Gafford, it's not called wildcard, it's called overall. So. <laughs> we all not made that Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's the only thing. Thing. And apart from that, uh, what Joel said, nothing to new to add. Yeah, I would probably get uh, Diaz in and maybe jump off uh, Puki because you don't have to take the hit to take him out. So you, if he, even if he gets something the next week, like it's or something, you're not like in minus yeah. eight points compared to those that just have him. So yeah. it's a nice opportunity to do, to get players in for the position chat without like hits and stuff. So something to bear in mind, I did hear that. 
Blackburn have had like the lowest XG of like all the teams, and yet they've oh, managed really? to, to um, obviously they're top. I think they're top of the table now. So it's just something to bear in mind. But that Brereton Diaz doesn't need many much XG to. He's a good finisher, right? So you know he doesn't need many chances to to return. So yeah. I, uh, I don't I care if he uh, <laughs> he scores like ten and had like zero point one XG. He's still got the goal. So yeah, yeah. Blackburn are a hard one to call at the moment. It's hard to know whether they're, yeah. they're going to keep it up or not. But yeah, we all know Burton Diaz is a great, a great asset. So yeah, that's a good shout, David. It looks like the they are like popular picks in the community as well because Hedges has gone up two times already. Mm. <laughs> He's five point seven now, so um, something yeah. must be happening. Uh, we can look at the next question from at Dave Foster nineteen ninety one on Twitter, and he asks best replacement for Bilbao. Do you want to go first on this one, David? Yeah. Um, best replacement. The thing is, like, many of the players that I would want to replace him with are not 5.5, um, yeah. <laughs> apart from Brady, uh, who could be actually a very good option. I, I like, <laughs> so typical. I had him in my draft, bro. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, that's one of the players I regret not keeping because I, I wasn't considering Matson. But Brady, I was considering. But uh, yeah, yeah he's like uh, he's like a little step down in price and yeah, probably better value. Yeah. Um, what else is there? Like, it's either uh, players that are six million up or five point five players that have gone one uh, one point uh, zero point one up. So like, you know, a little bit of a difficult situation if you're not downgrading. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure. You, uh, do you guys do you guys have any options that are uh, exactly five point five or under? Because I presume he's doing a like for life like um, replacement. I've not really thought about it because I am going to sell Bidwell as well this week. But I've I've got point five in the bank, so I am ninety nine percent sure I'm going to go to Giles. So yeah, I think it's if you have the money, I would definitely go up to six because um, there's just so many good options there. I mean, Matson. I think I I'm not guaranteed to go for Giles. I would probably consider Matson, but I don't. I need the extra point one, so I probably need to take a hit. Um, Ahmed Tuzovic, who's something like that, the, the Sheffield, new Sheffield United defender who's looked really good so far. Um, and then yeah, Giles is the main three. I mean, the thing with Giles, the only thing that puts me off slightly with Giles is that Middlesbrough defensively have been a bit suspect so far, albeit with difficult fixtures. Um, but the attacking potential is so good with Giles that I think I think I think he's he's the standout for me, and that he, he's who I'm probably going to go to. But there's there's lots of good options. Yeah, I think if you're if Watford does shore up their defense i think the watford duo of siralta and cathcart are exactly 5.5 they haven't had sure. a price rise so if you are going to have the exact amount of money nothing in the bank then you can go and if you are going down if you are going to downgrade it then i think brady is the obvious pick apart from that i think uh, you can look at collins of cardiff He's also out. I think Cardiff fixtures are sort of okay after uh, this game week. I think uh, next week, uh, next two especially is Bristol City and Preston. Although you are not going to get a full clean sheet because I think um, Wyman will score for Bristol at least a goal. 
So you're gonna get half clean sheet. I'm not. <laughs> and uh, against Preston, if uh, Preston are not really good scorers, uh, if they are going to win, that's going to be one nil. So definitely half clean sheets you're gonna get from Cardiff. Uh, possibly an attacking return uh, because the likes of Colin and uh, Udaud are doing linking up very well, especially on the right hand side. So. Yeah, those are my options. Uh, and if you are looking, and there are loads of uh, defenders in 4.5 regions. So you can choose any one of them who has a nice run of the show like this. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, we can go on to the next question, which is from uh, Adam, all sports Adam with the underscores between them. Uh, and he asks, or says, uh, triple up on Swansea assets and Norwich assets hasn't worked out well. Uh, which players are, or teams are good moves away from them, even with two transfers tempted to do in mindset? I'm sure you will cover that absolutely useless, embarrassing keeper to London. <laughs> Please, God, make him go. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Had a shocker at the weekend, didn't he? <laughs> um... uh, I mean, he owned three Swansea and three Norwich. Yeah. I really feel for him because out of the 15, six players, oh, oh. I mean, I, I feel was your the pain. same I feel your this pain. week. I feel your pain, Adam. <laughs> and then I, I sold over Femi and he got nine points. You know, that would be yeah, quite nice the way it is as well. So it's like, I don't, I don't think I made the bad decision. It's just like, yeah. what can you do? I mean, I think it's going back to what we said before, the teams that are coming into a good run of fixtures trying to get ahead on those teams. And obviously we haven't mentioned like Jed Wallace, for example. He's looking like the he's looking like worth the one million extra, finally. I have Jed Wallace in my team, guys. <laughs> I have him in my team for like the first time ever. Let's go. He's, he's a bonus magnet. He mops he's it a up. Bonus every game. Yeah, yeah. Every bloody week he mops it up. Doesn't matter if and West Brom are winning or losing the game. You just yeah. get some bonus. Fine, finally, people are putting some respect in his name. Like He's been so much hated yeah. in the Gaff community. It's because he plays for now. West Brom and they, in yeah. theory, score more goals than the Wall. Yeah. So he's but still, get... I mean... <laughs> still, some people are like, yeah, it's Jed Wallace. He doesn't do anything. Yeah, <laughs> he could, I mean, he could not, cheap, not true. Though. Not true. <laughs> yeah, I, think, uh, I mean, West Brom lose, but he's going to get four or five points. Like last last week, last, uh, yesterday I think, he got four to five points. I mean, he. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wallace can be an option, and I think uh, now Diangana seems to be have sort of nailed his spot in the first eleven until unless DK gets fit. So yeah, he, uh, he's uh, he's out for us quite some time. So. Yeah. yeah, so I think uh, you can, if you're looking to not spend uh, the amount of money Swift and Wallace ha uh, 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 is what, then you can go for Diangana, I think. And I think uh, Robinson is not going anywhere as of now. So um, he can be another option. It, well, no, we're not going to go for Robinson, are we? He's not going to start. Yeah. He's too expensive. Yeah, like, He's like 0. Point. How much is he like? Oh, it's like eight, eight and a half million, I think. Yeah, eight and a half. He's, I think he should go to some. Yeah, I think for his betterment uh, and for us, I think he should go to another championship club yeah. and play regularly. 
Uh, what happened to... He was going to Preston, or did that, didn't that yeah, happen? Yeah, I think uh, Preston has shifted their focus to some other players. Okay. And yeah. doing well. And after signing Parrot, I don't think they are going to go for Callum Roberts. That was a weird so. one. Yeah. Uh, just to comment on uh, him having two transfers, I think that's a good position. Uh, but yeah, the, if you still have triple Swansea and triple, uh, triple Norwich, yeah, minus say it doesn't look too bad. Uh, uh, yeah, minus <laughs> two also doesn't look too bad. <laughs> yeah, we always say like hits are worse than Gaffer, so at least yes. when it comes to totally. those <laughs> bottom half teams now. Yeah. <laughs> Swan, Swan totally Norwich. build me your Swansea and Norwich assets, barring one. To be fair, to be fair uh, Norwich had uh, heard that they had quite a uh, good amount of chances last game, so. It's not like yeah. they're not trying, but yeah, it's we're, we're playing a fancy game and we, we don't care if they played well if, unless we don't get points from them. So, yeah, nice. And yeah, Lumley, what do you do? Go to Ruddy, get rid of him. <laughs> and, and it's I mean, that. reading concede four goals, he's still got you two points. It's because they conceded them all in the first half and he got a half clean sheet. <laughs> I was not his merit at all. <laughs> yes, that's our. You have to read the stats right to, for them to actually. Learn. Yeah, he will get two points. Irrespective of read how much how reading does, he will get you points. Abhishek, I apologise for this in advance, but I, when I watched the highlights, they they said something really funny. They said something like, um, "Tom Ince, uh, not Tom Ince, about Paul Ince," and, and they said that would never happen back in the day with Paul Ince's Man United team. <laughs> on the same night that United had just lost. And then he said some other pass away comment that was blatantly having a dig at United. It was funny. It was really I mean, funny. The whole of England is having a dig at United. In even any the, possible way. Even, even the commentators like a to totally unrelated game in Championship are still like you. He found a connection yeah. somewhere. I mean, how ridiculous does it look? Uh, our, our, uh, the manager is doing a post-match interview and he's asking, the last time United won the league after losing the first two games were in 1992. We are still reminiscing to the fact that 1992 season will come back. <laughs> I mean, it's 2022. It will not come back. Yeah, you're not winning the league this year, mate. <laughs> yeah, it will not come back. I mean, why <laughs> does they reminiscent to the fact that yeah, we were used to we used to be good. We have to come so far. We have to improve so many things to get to the likes of Liverpool and City. And speaking of like the deviating from uh, things like we are a gaffer pod and we're talking about Manchester United again, so yeah, maybe we should move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we can yeah, now the next question. Please. Yeah, uh, Declan Murphy, Dec underscore Murphy on Twitter. He says, uh, and actually a bit uh, the same vein uh, as some other question we're getting, but uh, he says, it's an overhaul now viable as Norwich so bad, Coventry getting cancelled <laughs> at ETC and uh, just uh, used as a standard double cap standard cap for double commentary I assume that means yeah in the double the, game weeks just yeah instead he's probably thinking like instead of using a uh, cap yeah. uh, cap maybe. is it time for pookie ditch 
uh, yes, but uh, the other part, uh, <laughs> overhaul, yeah, it's more viable now, I would say, than the start of the season, because we always say don't overhaul, but this is so uh, unprecedented, <laughs> even for the championship. So, yeah, what, what do you guys think about the overhaul? Yeah, I think it's a viable option because uh, all those commentary assets are a sell because we don't know when we are going to get a home game out of them unless that pitch gets relayed. So they are going to be, there will be more postponements and they have what? Possibly, I'm seeing that they have what? Uh, in the next six, they have three home games. We don't We don't know that they're going to be, I think, I think we can't say for certain. I think it's a bit un, yeah, unclear. We, you, you have seen the pitch. We all have seen the skills they're, of that. They're going to be working so hard to find a solution because this can't go on. This can't. This can't keep happening. Also, yeah, and also if when, after relaying the pitch, there that needs to be relayed properly because injuries will be happening in the new pitch. Yeah, that just get the artificial grass. Like, also, <laughs> <didn't blow> <laughs> also it, it, I did read what the. Coventry post the article Coventry posted and they said they had for the Wigan game they'd explored the option of reversing the fixture and playing it at Wigan Stadium but they couldn't because of commitments at the DW Stadium so potentially they will look to do that in other games if, if the pitch is, um, is still an issue but yeah 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 speaking of so yeah Coventry players are zen as of yeah. now yeah and yeah it's more and more viable overall because lots of teams that we have invested in are not informed, so you kind of have to go take hits. I think minus twelve is max. You yeah. can take it in a game with if you are not using boost. So if you are using a boost, then yeah, minus sixteen easier, but not too early because it's only game with three. So use the overall. Yeah, we all know that it's a waste of a boost because uh, you could have played some other boost instead of overall but such is the situation now that you kind of have to use it if your team requires it obviously yeah yeah i'm of the opinion still trying to try to avoid if possible like maybe like look at what your team would look like with a minus eight are you happy with, are you happy with it or is it still really looking bad um if it's looking fine or you know like there's only one or two issues to sort then i would probably hold on to it um because I mean, some of the teams I've seen on Twitter from people who said they, they're thinking of overhauling, they're really not bad on paper at all. They're absolutely fine. Um, there's just, you know, a few a few players that have, you know, completely underperformed that could still end up doing all right. Um, like Pookie. Yeah, yeah. Pookie may come good in the next few weeks, for example. Um, I mean, he did look good. Uh, yeah, he had four shots on target. Yeah, he did um, look good. It's just that Lady Luck was not on his side, I guess. So I think patience is not is still potentially a good a good thing with certain with certain players, not with every player. Um, if you're setting up for away days, though, like because I know away days six is popular. If you're setting up for away days, then go ahead with with, with overhaul. I think it makes sense. If you hate you both hate your team and you want to play away days game week six, I think it does make a lot of sense. I would say like if you have triple swan triple Swansea, triple Norwich, and like see like many have doubled Coventry. Then I think yeah yeah you can yeah. do it and without like feeling you're missing out because those points that they are losing by not playing the overhaul and holding uh, for another chip you can like lose them in the weeks waiting for it so yeah yeah 
Yeah. And you're also, not wasting it, but uh, it's yeah, it's a difficult uh, question. This is why yeah, Oval, yeah Oval's just really hard to quantify. It's it's gain compared to the other boosts where you have set multipliers that you can calculate. You know how many extra fixtures have I got? It's really hard to quantify it. So yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, and also I think don't overall improve playing a boost because it may affect you in the long run. So if you are overhauling in the team, see to it that after in which game week that you are playing away uh, a boost, uh, either on the next game week or previous game week that game uh, there is a decent amount of game because if you are overall into then you can't take out because you are not getting any overall back. So see to it that you don't, you, if you are using an overall, don't overall into playing that boost and after uh, that said game week, you can't get out of that team. So keep in keep in mind that also. That's good point, yeah. It will yeah. hamper your season. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a good answer for that question. Um, we can go on to the next question, which is from uh, Darren uh, Dronok. Uh, on uh, Twitter, uh, and he has sent us a screenshot of his team because he says, "This is my team for this week. I'm on park the bus. My mid my midfield is weak. What do I do for the weekend to change it? Looking at moving Johnson or Patterson out, and I can just read out the team for those not watching. He has Fishringall, Naismith, Jones, Bree, Aaron's, and Roberts. In midfield, he has Field and uh, Rashika." And uh, then he has Byman, Dykes, and Puki with Johnson, Patterson, Sykes, and Busanis on the bench. Hmm. In terms of the key weaknesses, I guess, yeah, Patterson is the big one. Um, Dykes is fine for another couple of game weeks, and then the fixtures get a bit tougher, I think, in game week six. But he's a fine hold for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Patterson, probably Patterson, Rashika, Naismith are like the three transfers out that I would probably prioritise of those lot. And then Johnson is also up there. But he's got a decent couple of fixtures. So yeah, just yeah, address, and, address the weaknesses and those are the, those are the main weaknesses. Yeah. And he also is on, he said he's on Park the Best, so I wouldn't like use transfers on mids when you're not even going to play them, most likely. Uh, and uh, yeah, I would probably still play Johnson ahead of field. Yes. Though, yeah. Uh, so you don't need to use transfer on that, I think. Patterson can just be on the bench. Uh, but Naismith, yes. If uh, To maximize the boost, I would just get rid of him. Uh, because you want the best players possible uh, for mm. that And like we spoke about, there are so many options that you can get on that, uh, around that price. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Patterson and Rashika are the main ones to sell. I, think. I mean, the, the field is an able bench option, Sykes is an able bench option. So, Patterson, Rashika, Johnson, if you need those, at least Patterson and Rashika are sell one and two immediately because it's not going to help much. I mean, low, very much uh, low price midfielders are doing very well as of now. So, just sell those two at first. Look where your squad stands, then move on. I think, as Joe mentioned, Naismith seems to be in the line of selling before Johnson. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. if you can bench more often than not, to be fair, though. So maybe, maybe you can wait. Mm. To be fair. 
Yeah, but Naismith is starting, right? Yeah, but or... presumably that's because of part of the bus, and in most weeks he won't start him, right? Yeah, so he'll probably yeah. Start another midfielder. That's... Yeah, that's looking that's at how, mu- how much money he has in midfield, I would assume he is playing. Yeah, yeah probably a three or four in midfield in most weeks. So. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, Naismith is playing centre back, which diminishes his appeal wide a bit. It's just Bristol City, a terrible defensive play. So. Yeah. <laughs> Double whammy. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, I think uh, we uh, yeah get a new defender because we're playing that boost. So, yeah, I think that's nice. Um, we can move on to the next question. I'll just find it first. Um, this is the last slide we have. Um, yeah. There we go. And yeah, the first question is from Thomas, uh, who is on Advanced uh, Man on Pod. And he says, I'm contemplating overhauling. If I were to get three players from three teams, which four would you pick? Uh, Burnley feels like there should be one of the one in terms of value, Norwich maybe. Three, which three? Which three teams would we pick, presumably? If they were to get three, three players, players from three teams. teams. I'm guessing that that's a typo. Which three teams would you pick? Yeah. So is he saying so he's saying three teams to triple up on? Yeah. Okay. Not Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but I think I agree with his Burnley. His Burnley shot. I think Burnley are definitely one. Because you can easily have a defender or two and Brownhill. Triple up. I don't, I'm not sure on triple ups to be honest. Quite Maybe good. someone like uh, Birmingham <laughs> because they're so cheap, like Colin, Ruddy, and. Colin and no doubt. You kind of get two players, and a triple up is really hard to call, I think, uh, because the ones that have good run of fixtures, they don't have three players we can single out one and two are coming to our minds. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, I think uh, likes of Sheffield, I think uh, Sandberg and uh, and Jai. Apart from that, you can't suggest anyone because that's a rotating. I think uh, Low, Max Low, is he still there at Sheffield? Yeah, he played. He played yesterday. I don't think he's na- he's not nailed. Yeah. So see. So apart from Sandberg and, and Jai, I don't think. We can suggest any other one. Maybe if you are looking to invest at goalkeeper, then Fotheringham. Then there is your third guy, but that's too much. So. I think you can get like Ahmed, Ahmed Hodzik um, as yeah. one of them. Um, yeah, and we are in the NDI also. But um, yeah, but one one team I would say. Yeah, go on. Isn't Andrew, uh, isn't he a centre back? Yeah. But he can get uh, he gets bonus, right? Is it? Yeah, they're sol- they're so solid. Sheffield United at home, at least. I think, and they've got such a good run of fixtures. Like the clean sheets are there, I think. Yeah, the good run starts now, so yeah. it, this is the time to get him. Uh, so yeah, I think that's a good option. Uh, the thing I was going to say was, um, if you want to go aggressive uh, for one of the better teams in this league, you can go triple midfield from uh, West Brom. Yeah. Uh, you can go Swift and then Wallace. And Diangana. <laughs> that, that's like unheard of a triple up in the midfield, but it's good. Karen David, yeah. 
I think Jones developed from West Brom, right? Wallace and Swift. You own or David owns? Who owns? Hmm? Yeah, I have uh, Swift and Wallace at the moment. Yeah. So how about adding Diangana to that group? <laughs> yeah, mate, why not? Like he uh, he's uh, yeah. probably w- worth more than seven point five <laughs> if you come to a yeah. place like this. Um, yeah, I think if you are looking to sell Pookie, I think you can invest it somewhere else. Yeah, you can also get uh, Watford players like those two defenders or Sar or even Backman or Buckman. Uh, do, we, do we like Pedro? Is he the preferred striker now because of Dennis yeah. leaving? Yeah, I think, but uh, he also has a uh, transfer rumor. Really? I think Newcastle are after him, so hmm. just have to watch. Apart from, Sa- I think Sar stays now mm-hmm. because uh, <laughs> uh, Dennis has gone. Yeah, Dennis has gone. And Saar is the odd one out because he wants to move, but he can't move. <laughs> Every other players that he played with has moved on, but he is still stuck at Watford. It's weird so, that it's him that's like left behind out yeah. of all those players. Mm. <laughs> and weird. he's loyal too. I think. I, I mean, he really provides the goals and assists wherever he plays. So that sort of player is really good. <laughs> He's like the new Sinkanogel. <laughs> Never gets uh, the movie once. <laughs> they have Watford have just got Keenan Davis, so if he does go, yeah. Pedro does go, we've got Keenan Davis as a as a replacement. Yeah, that's good. What guy? Mm, other teams, uh, M- Middlesbrough maybe they have uh, Jones and Giles, and yeah. they have strengthened a bit. Like we, we complained they didn't have any yeah. strikers. They have strikers now. <laughs> yeah, plus they have signed Mowat, so. That's really yeah. Exciting. What was the deal with that? That's, that's, that's a surprising a, transfer. That's an amazing transfer. Is it alone? Yeah, it's alone. It's alone, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's alone. Mad. Yeah. Why? Why would they give him to Watford? Like um, Middlesbrough? Like that's an arrival for them. <laughs> Do they like just not much rating? It's Bruce has a good heart, hence he has uh, re- uh, accepted the request of Mowat. <laughs> You shouldn't be kind to your <laughs> your uh, rivals. I think Chris Wilder has said we are meeting. Uh, we are the one two <laughs> of the EPF of Championship. So lend us few players. <laughs> we will be all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Thomas wants us to name players. So what? Which is the next team we can suggest him? I'm not sure. It's I think more, it, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, unless it would be like the teams with very cheap players, and then we have to look, to look like deep into those uh, players. But like, yeah, maybe Hall, but you don't want triple up players. I think, think uh, the moral of the story is we don't like triple ups on most teams. We like double ups on a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to triple up, then go for the teams that you know will do well. But like, otherwise, try to avoid it. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you can go to the next question. Uh, which is from uh, Pontus uh, Forever QPR, and he asks, uh, "Who will score most points until game week 15 out of the six million mids, Pritchard, Honeyman, or Brownhill?" That, that's a hard one, I think. Brownhill. Yeah, you're biased. I'm also biased, so yeah. I'm checking with him. I also have Brownhill, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I think Brownhill is uh, going to. It's a tough one because uh, who is the other one? Honeyman, right? Yeah. yeah. What? 
Yeah, so it's going to be between Brown Hill and Honeyman. I'm still not decided uh, because I am 50-50 on both of them because Pritchard uh, is more of an assist provider so he gets out pretty much from the reckoning early on. So I think it's going to be between Honeyman and until Fleming returns, I think Honeyman will be scoring goals but when Fleming returns, he's going to be lighting up the championship. So. Brown, in, uh, in from that case, Brownhill has a much more secured one, I think, uh, in terms of scoring because they don't have uh, a genuine goal scorer as of now. <laughs> and I, no, I'm not rec uh, recommending Ashley Barnes. He's not a number nine. Definitely Why are you talking about Ashley Barnes? <laughs> yeah, the love of Fleming as well, I don't quite understand, but we'll see what happens when he, when he gets into the team. That's like, that's like, that's like rating uh, Twine before he's even played. <laughs> yeah, those are the two players that's going to do well. Uh, it's a shame that they have been injured, uh, they have been ravaged by injuries. I think we don't know until they play, to be honest. But Yeah. I think it's like typical to overrate players that we haven't seen play because they could be. To be, honest, <laughs> to be honest, for the past two weeks, the players that I have called on have scored me and some points. All I'm right. going to stick with that. All right, <laughs> Mr. Leading. Le leading gaffer, guys on Gaffer Pod posts. <laughs> yeah, it's getting to his head. Like, we shouldn't listen to him. <laughs> I think we kind of digressed from the question, though. So, we yeah. both said Brownhill. I think they'll all, all three yeah. will be well, though. All three will be good. Yeah, it's going to be. Get two. Yeah. Get two of them. So, two votes for Brownhill and half uh, for Brown. For, for me, from me, I think half for Brownhill, half for Honeyman. I'm really. Can't, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I can't really differentiate between those, those two. I would, I would actually put Richard slightly ahead of Honeyman, to be, personally. But, um, of course you do. Of course you're going to. Of course. <laughs> <But> anyway. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's start. Very nice. Uh, actually, these are the two last questions we have, uh, which are both from Angus, uh, Angus81 on Twitter. Uh, the first uh, question is a bit more uh, football related, and it says, who are the biggest priority players for you that aren't currently in your teams? You can take that one first. Mm, very per like personal to our teams. I mean, for me, it's defense. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm I'm thinking I need to get rid of Timon and Bidwell, and Bidwell first is on this first on the list. So I am looking to, and then also I want to kind of get rid of either Hume or Ruffles and upgrade. So so like basically, oh, saying this very ineloquently, but um, my plan is to get Giles like fairly soon, and then I want to downgrade Chair in game week six and get another big defender so like i'm looking at burnley defenders sheffield united defenders uh middlesbrough defenders done yeah yeah um my my player would be vyman because i hate not having him in my team uh, <laughs> so um, all the other things shouldn't be part of us before i get him because yeah he's too good i'm gonna be stubborn yeah. it's gonna kill me isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just don't yeah. get him so, yeah so two players uh, for me i think i'm not looking at defense i'm not looking at midfield i'm looking at forwards it's gonna be jacob brown 
and I don't know why my colonial <laughs> doesn't start him. So I closest, closest can be checked. Yeah. <laughs> and the second one is going to be Sims. I oh. think I have eye on these two players. Oh. You may see. Yeah, you may see a forward line of Wyman, Sims, and Jacob Brown in any one of the weeks. So if you follow my team list, so yeah. yeah no, knowing your lucky, is- knowing your lucky, will probably start on this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so difficult. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't know why um, uh, they doesn't start with Brown. I mean, they are, they are looking for all other players on loan. You have a genuine goal scorer. Why don't you start him day in day out? Yeah, those two are my players uh, that I'm going to look forward. Uh, that I'm at, um, at the moment are not owning, but I'm looking forward to owning soon. Yes, very nice. Uh, and then the last question uh, he asks uh, after the conversation generated generated by my McDonald's question last year weekend. Good question. Uh, what's your favorite, favorite type favorite type of biscuit? Mm. And, uh, this is interesting because uh, I feel like there's more of a culture for like multiple types of biscuits and favorites in the UK than in, <laughs> in Norway. And I don't know how it is in India, but uh, I think we'll have very different question uh, answers here. <laughs> I mean, my answer is quite straightforward. It's a bourbon. You can't be a bourbon. What's that? <laughs> it's like a chocolate biscuit with like a you know like a crust. Have you had a custard cream? Yeah, that's like the the, the light one with like yeah, cream in the middle and then another one where. Yeah, but it's just like chocolate version, chocolate cream. Okay, yeah, because we have custard creams, but we don't cover that here. But uh, yeah, that's like yeah, <laughs> uh, I go to like uh, a church that uh, at home that's like a bit small, and we have always have like uh, uh, some biscuits or something afterwards. And like it's always that one or like yeah, <laughs> some other cookies that you're not like super fan of like yeah because you came okay. how about your object three type of biscuits i like uh, i think uh, the regular one that i eat with tea and coffee in the morning and in the afternoon i think that's the what thin error route i guess and digestive biscuits you may call yeah. in your countries so digestive biscuits, bourbon biscuits, uh, although in India I think we have only two types of bourbon biscuits. I think one is the chocolate one and I think another one is there is a variant that is mixed with, with the orange and chocolate, chocolate flavors. They have mixed right. both of them uh, so, uh, and the, another one is the good day biscuits. Uh, the cashew biscuits, the cashew nuts biscuits that we provide. Mm. It's very sweet and uh, it's very caloried because uh, they have, uh, it's better uh, for digest, uh, dieting person to not eat those type of biscuits. But for me, those three are the top three biscuits that uh, are there in my house that I eat on a daily basis. Yeah. Uh, I just when listening to you, I I, um, I, I just uh, remembered. Is it like just when you ask for biscuits? Is it just like sweet biscuits or savory biscuits as well? I mean, savory can be included if you like. Yeah, we have salty we have salty biscuits as well. So fifty fifty crack jack. Then these are two barley from barley. Uh, these two biscuits are salty biscuits. 
Yeah, so I would say uh, in Norway, the most popular kind of cookie is like a chocolate chip cookie. Uh, the most popular one is like a bit crunchy one, but I like those that are like very chewy. Uh, and like either with chocolate chip or it's like a one uh, that I've tasted was like a cheesecake flavor. <laughs> I think that was the one. That was very good. Uh, but uh, the reason I talk, talked about uh, uh, like savory cookies is like there's like one, which I like very much. That's not good. Uh, it's uh, one uh, with uh, paprika flavor, Ooh. and you can you can just like eat it eat it like chips. It's just too good. <laughs> very interesting. That's in a cookie with cookie chip. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like a squarish shape actually, and it's like not almost addictively good. So just you can't just buy it without like having restraint. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think that would be my two. So I hope you're happy with your answers, uh, Angus, and keep those. Uh, <laughs> I like we like those these uh, food related questions yeah, because it's coming, uh, yeah. it's interesting because we have three different cultures and three yeah. different types of food. So keep them coming. That's fun. Uh, yeah, brilliant. Thanks, guys, for all your questions. That's uh, yeah. It's, it's hopefully it's been useful and you, you've had some things to take away there. Um, as you'll notice, you can't see me anymore. Um, as I've had been having camera issues on my laptop, so I joined on my phone the last couple of pods, and then my phone died. Um, it ran out of battery, so um, you can't see me now. But the, we're nearly at the end of the pod now, so um, yes, you'll have to bear with that. Sorry about that. Um, but let's just look at our teams then, and just briefly talk about our plans for game week four so my team is on the screen right now and essentially i do not know what my plans are for game week four i think i'm going to do wallace to uh, bidwell to giles i think um but the thing that has crossed my mind is the original plan of midfield dynamos in game week four still tempts me slightly is particularly if gokoresh is going to leave coventry which is unclear at the moment um but if he did leave it would make like triple captain in Gordon in their double is, is slightly less of an attractive prospect and I have Wallace, Swift, Chair, Brownhill with great fixtures. The difficulty is I could I could just start field and bench like Pirro or I could take a hit, like downgrade Pookie and upgrade field, but then I'm committing to a restructure. Um so and then I would have a weak defence or I'd have to take a minus eight to get Giles. So it's complicated. I have no. I, I don't know where I'm going to land this time tomorrow. Um, but yeah, midfield dynamos is a potential option, or I might just play no boost and just do Bidwater Giles and just just do that. Nothing else. Captaincy. If I don't boost, if I don't play a boost, I'll probably captain Jed Wallace and vice captain probably chair. Although I do have a sneaky feeling Pookie might score this time. It's just <laughs> just a hunch that Pookie's going to score this game week home to Huddersfield. So maybe still I'll still not owning Wyman. Still not owning. Well, if I if I get rid of if I do the downgrade from Pookie down to someone else and then upgrade field, I'd probably get to Wyman. See. I don't know. Wyman's one of those where I'd like I can just see it now. I'm going to be stubborn. Like I, I did, try, I tried to find a way to get him in for game week three, but it was it, it meant either getting rid of Pookie, which I wasn't ready to do yet, or like hits. I really wanted to sell over Femi and not Piro. And so I just didn't make it work. And then everything was on the return anyway. So, you know. Anyway, that's me. Tricky. It's tricky times. I'm not sure what I'm doing, as you can see. <laughs> anyway, David's team is next. Yeah. I, I'm happy you went first because I, I had almost forgot that I also was uh, considering uh, <laughs> midfield then, then was because 
I uh, I started with uh, four kind of uh, up there expensive uh, midfielders, and yeah, maybe that's like the play actually uh, for my team because I have uh, Swift and Wallace with a good game, uh, and uh, what I can do is a uh, downgrade Pukki to Wyman and get Sar or something. Uh, so I actually like that. Uh, so I was considering just getting rid of Perot and Puki, but maybe I just get rid of uh, Vyman and uh, get Sar if that's impossible. I'm check. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I'll, I'll consider uh, playing that boost. Uh, yeah, I think so. Interesting. Interesting. You are along the same thoughts there. Who are your captains going to be this week? Uh, I had it on. Uh, <laughs> I had Wallace and Swift vice captain and captain, it, but I'm not sure if that's uh, where I'm going to go because uh, I think it's just like in spite of uh, because I have Fuki and I don't want to captain. Him. <laughs> I'm just thinking I might vice captain Brownhill again actually. Ooh, that's nice. Maybe. <laughs> Abhishek, your team is on the screen now. Yeah, I think um, the main issue is with Biro. Uh, I think he needs to go now because I don't think Swansea are looking that good. And if they are going to be winning the one nils and 87 minutes, 88 minutes, they're going to score those goals, then I hardly believe that Piro will get goals. So I Piro is the only sell option this week. I think possibly I'm looking at various forwards. Let's see who I bring in. Uh, hint Jacob Brown but don't we'll have to see who Stoke faces uh, this week uh, so yeah that's going to be a tough one tough decision for me because uh, Piro was he was going to be uh, as, as our predominantly good goal scorer but Swansea are not looking good so probably the right time to sell him now and I think I am going to be looking at Sheffield United now because they are having a good fixture turn now and so whatever guys you have mentioned I will be keeping a keen watch I think Sorinola for Sorinola I think he will be a Sheffield United defender might be good as far as captaincy is concerned I mean it's on Swift it will probably be on Swift Vice captain will be Wyman. I just hope Puki starts firing sooner rather than later because that's a whole lot of our budget that's been invested uh, on him. So, yeah, that's uh, me for game week four. Until I take, until uh, I have, we will we'll be waiting for Angus's injury report and team sheet report before doing anything. So if I see that something is off from Angus's tweet, then I will I might take a hit as well. So yeah, as of now, this is my team. Amazing, and that is it. That concludes the episode. And I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. And thank you very much for for tuning in. And good luck in game week four. It's our first midweek gaffer game week of the season. So games coming thick and fast. And we will see you next time. So it's a goodbye from me. Hello. Namaste from me.